everyone. Hi, friends. Welcome to Spiced Chaos. Yes, welcome. It's another very special episode. I know, we're really together in person. Y'all, we are not just together in person, we are in bed together. We're in bed together. And it's going to be a threesome. It took me three days to get her in the bed. (laughs) And we called my husband and told him that, and he's like, yeah, that's that's longer than it usually takes. <laughs> he called her a hoe oh. right to her face. Don't, don't shame me. Don't shame me. Um, but anyway, before we really get into this, if this is your first time listening to us, welcome. Your host over there on that side of the bed is Caitlin from Creating in Chaos. That's right. And your host over there who has traveled so far to sit next to me in this bed is Leanne from Spice Clan. Right. So if you are new to the show, we don't normally record together because mm-hmm. we don't live in the same town. Unfortunately. So, but those who have listened to us before know that this is very special so we are in a threesome today we are it's, it's <laughs> hot it is because we have a very wonderful amazing guest yeah. today we have danny from danny plans it oh my gosh and this has been such a long time coming <laughs> i know i feel like that during i feel like we've had a couple of months where we've had to like push people back yeah. and like change things around and uh-huh. so all of our like bucket list people are finally popping up yes and it's just like yay <laughs> it's finally here so i know and danny is so much fun oh my gosh we love him yeah everything like and i feel like he's just such a positive presence in the community like yeah. i don't know he's he really just, is he's amazing Amazing. Um, he's really young. He is young and he does a lot of really cool things that are like not mainstream, you know, like he tries risky things, I would say. Maybe yes. He makes really good reels too. <laughs> yes. And yeah. funny. Yeah. And you know that that is like the one thing that I can't do. I know as so, a millennial, I can't do it either. I admire people who make reels. Mm-hmm. Like I really do. Um, reels. especially like really funny ones so funny and like planner community funny reels uh-huh. like that's even harder to do uh-huh. so but yes he's he's wonderful and um it feels like okay so we just now turned on our zoom and he was there yeah and it just felt like oh well this works like we're just yeah, friends we're just and like it just out. was so like natural and normal so yeah. yeah it's um gonna be a good one y'all so um Buckle up. yeah should we should we bring him on yeah let's bring him on okay. hi danny danny Oh my goodness. Hello, everyone. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm sorry. I was literally over here just like dying laughing because I've never, you know, been behind the scenes watching how this like happens. And it was like hilarious just watching you guys like introduce each other and then introduce me. I don't know. It's just so fun. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you guys for having me. Well, oh. this is a really like historic moment for you Danny um (laughs) yeah we were saying that we like rolled out the red carpet for this one yes like I flew all the way to Portland so that we could record this together yeah um (laughs) just for Danny just for Danny um no it's just you're the first guest that wow has ever talked to us while we were in the same room together so true and um, it just happened to work out that way because I'm a scheduler I have people scheduled out like a year in advance yes she really (laughs) does this was very um this actually was just kind of lucky yeah um because we knew when I got here that we would probably record some but um Mm -hmm. we just we're we're so happy that it's you we're thrilled yeah so welcome welcome to the show I wear the badge with honor (laughs) It'll probably be out of a sticky note and I will wear it with honor. Excellent. <laughs> we love, we love a sticky note. We do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So before we really get into it, if there's anybody who's listening to us that doesn't know you, um, go ahead and like inform them, tell them where they can find you, who you are, just all the places. And so they'll be able to come follow. <laughs> okay. It's pretty easy. Hello. I'm Danny from Danny Plans It. Uh, I am a 26-year-old 
uh, gay male teacher, educator, I don't know, all the word, musician and planner. You can find me at Danny Plans It on Instagram and TikTok. That's mostly where I do my things. Uh, you won't find any videos, but I might be in some YouTube comments. I might be on uh, some Facebook lives and in some, you know, posts and stuff. But uh, yeah, Danny plants it. That's where it's at. I love it. I love it too. I love it. And you're like, uh, like I said before, your Instagram and all of your presence and social media just makes me so happy. Yeah, you are very positive. Yes. Um, and you know, there might be a little bit of salt some every once in a while, but <laughs> you know, it. like it's, and that's but it's just enough, you know, I just, I, shade. I, I, yeah, <laughs> a, a, little shade. Umbrella, a little tea, sip it. That's right. But I do feel happy when I watch your content. Like Absolutely. it does, it does make me happy. So, and that's, you know, what it's, that's what we're all about here is, mm-hmm. you know, doing stuff to make people feel feel good feel good and yeah. laugh and stuff mm-hmm. um so do we want to talk about covid yeah let's talk about covid so uh we've been in this covid era for like going on two years yeah, now ever yeah yeah that's How- why I, I can't even believe i'm here that's why i can't believe it I know, because right? it's still we are technically still in covid yeah and i'm not even wearing a mask y'all know how like militant i am about wearing my mask <laughs> but we have worn masks everywhere it's true we yeah. have been very good it's so true. yeah but yeah. how has um covid like shaken up your life from like when if you're thinking back to like the start of the pandemic how has it been for you so you know, uh, when I think back to what, how long, what year was it? 2020, uh, so long ago. Um, I just, I, I'm, I, it's, it's crazy to think about. Cause I remember it being December and like going to the gym with my, you know, then fiance at the time. And we're like, you know, getting our exercise on, doing some squats, working on the booty and then looking at the screen and we see these like signs and these like uh, newscasts that are like, oh, there's something going on in, uh, you know, over in China. Uh, we don't know what's going up yet. You know, masks are going up. People are quarantining and we're just like getting our exercise on like, oh man, I hope things get better in China. And then all of a sudden it's like February and, or late February, early March. And like my school starts talking about how like they might shut down and I'll never forget the two days before everything, like before my spring break, because we had an emergency staff meeting and our principals basically just like, you need to make sure that every kid that it possible has technology uh, going home right now. And we're like, what are you even talking about? You want me to in the next 12, like, which is not really a full day because, you know, we're only teaching for eight hours. You want me to get all of these iPads home with kids and all these packets and things. And so that Friday was absolute chaos. Teachers are running everywhere. Kids were like asking questions like what's going on? You know, what's, you know, why is this thing happening? And we went home and then we just didn't come back. Mm, and yeah. that kind of blew my mind. Cause like, I was like, what are you, what? Not having school? Like, oh, we'll come back in a week or two. We did not come back in a week or two. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and no. you know, Caitlin knows I did not believe it. Like, yeah. Cause I went to the Chicago planner conference like two weeks before COVID and Caitlin was all like, are you really going to get on an airplane? And I was yeah. like, yeah, like, it'll be fine. Like if they're still running the airplanes, like why not? Yeah. Cause they were, the cases were starting to pop up in other countries and stuff. And I was like, I don't think that's a good idea. And I was in like complete denial. And then two weeks later, my students were asking me like, are we really going to not have school? And I was like, of course we will. Of course we'll have school. And then bam, exactly. we just never went back. It never was the same again. Never. 
Exactly. So, do you ever remember, do you ever have family that's like, you know, it's not serious if uh, like Disneyland is still open oh, and, and then like they literally shut down and I was just like mouth open, like what, now what? Yeah. Disneyland, look at what Disneyland did. <laughs> they yeah, shut I remember down. when the first case popped up in the U.S. and I was like, oh, here we go. Buckle up. Yeah, I do not remember that. Oh, you don't. No. See, and I'm such an anxiety basket case that I like during that whole time I had the news on. Like even still, I check my state's like COVID numbers. Like I'm like a I need that information. Mm-hmm. And so I was like watching all of the broadcasts. And oh my gosh, it was crazy. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm gonna do exactly what the CDC tells me to do. Mm-hmm. And exactly. just you know, and I haven't got a booster yet, but I will. Yeah. Um, and you know, I'll get my kids vaccinated. Like whatever they tell me to do to be safe. I feel like if I follow those directions and thus far you're good I have been really safe I mean my daughter had COVID and I still didn't get it so Mm -hmm. I mean it's just exactly you you know but um so you teach music right yes I teach elementary school music education which means I teach pre-k through sixth grade at my elementary campus Oh my gosh, Aww. that is so cute. That's adorable. Music class in elementary school was like my favorite. Yes, my two children. I have two elementary school age children and they are both in brick and mortar schools right now. Mm-hmm. Caitlin has a new elementary school age student, <laughs> but he's never had a, a music class. Not yet. yet. But mine love music. They love music this year. They have a new mm-hmm. music teacher this year. Last year, their music teacher yelled a lot. <laughs> I mean, and if they've had a lot of turnover, it can be tough. Cause you know, we only see kids once, maybe twice a week. I'm lucky. And like, technically they come to music twice. They don't come to me twice because I have a teaching partner, but uh, you know, if you're building relationships with kids, which everyone, you know, that's like the number one buzzword when it comes to classroom management, they're like build relationships, build relationships, which I love. And I totally believe in it, but it's really hard when you only see the kids once a week and then you have to wait another week before you see them again rather than having that like everyday connection time mm-hmm. uh so I can totally understand if there's a teacher like maybe raising their voice a little bit you know yeah like, I I don't think that this person <laughs> was trying to make relations <laughs> but I, yeah, I can also imagine an it's unfortunate pretty, thing yeah. that happens and yeah. I bet it gets pretty noisy in there like in a music room you I mean you have to have a big a big voice to get folks back together. Yeah. So, I mean, that would have been a real difficult thing. I feel like to teach virtually, what was that? What did that look like for you in COVID? Like, what has that been like? Well, and I'll be honest. I mean, I think we all, uh, at least in Texas and at least in my like district, uh, we had to like realize that we were in it, living in a pandemic and teaching in a pandemic and our students were trying to learn in a pandemic and our parents were trying to manage their new homeschooled students, you know, in a pandemic. Uh, And I know, so my district, you know, we pushed out content for the kids to engage in to kind of just like give them something to, you know, to do something to find joy in, especially because, you know, you were just stuck at home for so long, those first, especially those first couple months. But we didn't actually require anything that first, like, March through July. That was all just like, we were just supposed to try to connect with kids and, you know, give them things to do that were, you know, in our content area, because the reality is like, when you were stressed out about the pandemic, we all, none of us were opening up our math books, like, okay, let's do some math to relax. 
We were all all going to our music, you know, and turning on music. We were all going for a run. We were all picking up some kind of craft or some kind of hobby. And, you know, that's literally what the specials classes are. That's what music class is about. That's what art class is about. That's what PE is about. And so that was kind of the philosophy at, you know, for that first uh, six months was just like making connections and giving the kids something to help them get through the pandemic. Afterwards, you know, once they started the whole virtual school thing, like my requirement was, you know, pushing out just some virtual lessons and trying to find ways to engage kids, even though, you know, I'm not there to actually hear them sing and make sure they're singing on pitch or checking to see that they're actually trying to keep a steady beat so that they're learning how to, how to find the beat in a song and stay on rhythm and things like that. Uh, And now, you know, we're trying to live, you know, doing everything, I guess, you know, quote unquote normally, but with, you know, certain restrictions like masks at all times and keeping our distance and, you know, washing our hands when we can. And we're making it through. The kids are very resilient. That's one thing I think I've learned is that regardless of what the state of the world is in, uh, and children will be children, but children are resilient and and they'll learn and they'll show you that they can, they can survive. Yeah. I've really been surprised at how fast my two have bounced back. Um, after being virtual for obviously the March to June portion of 2020 and then all of last school year, my kids were virtual. And now that they're back, I can tell that, you know, they've, they're definitely have been, they've been resilient. Um, yeah. Well, and even looking at like the littlest kids, I think, you know, like my son is six and he is so good about putting on his mask. Like, it's just like another thing, like put on your socks, put on your underwear, put on your mask, you know, (laughs) it's just another thing. Yeah. They're used to it, you know? Yeah. And they're also, you know, they also look at us and see what we do. Yeah. So I would imagine that there's kids who probably really hate on their masks because their parents are kind of anti-masky, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I bet. Yeah. And you're in Texas, aren't you, Danny? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And we're going to talk about Texas. We're going to talk about that. Um, (laughs) I don't know where, I don't remember where on the notes that is, but I know that we put it on there. So, um, how, what, how was your personal life affected? If you don't mind us asking, like what, how was, how's life been at home for you since COVID not just at work? Well, yeah, sorry. I know I could talk about teaching like literally all day. Oh, we could too. It's it's a blessing and a curse, right? Like, you know, (laughs) but personally, I guess the most, like the most, the craziest thing about it all was that I was actually planning a cruise wedding in you know for may of 2020 whenever (gasps) may oh no and so february hit and you know march hit and things started going crazy and you know like literally there was all over the news about a cruise ship that got quarantined because someone got covid and we were just sitting there like oh my goodness what is going to happen And so many family members were like, oh, just hold it out, you know, wait another week. I'm sure everything will open back up. But I had a lot of friends, really close friends and family that, you know, just considering where the world was at that point, we're not going to be able to go to my wedding. And for me, it was like, if I couldn't have them at the wedding, then it just made more sense to, you know, go ahead and just like cancel it. So you know, we, we cried and cried and cried. Oh, and then yeah. we made that, 
we made that call and we, you know, but as soon as I canceled it, like, I kid you not, like I could just feel like this weight lifted off my chest. Yeah. Cause we were literally every day, like looking up the numbers, seeing what is, what is a uh, carnival cruise saying about their ships and stuff. And as soon as I canceled it, it just felt like this huge weight was lifted off my shoulders and I yeah. we were able to just like relax, you know, and, you know, quote unquote, cause we're in the middle of a pandemic still and survive. And of course we did reschedule it August. We had a cute little zoom wedding with just our immediate family members present, like my, my mother and his, uh, mother and father and zoom wedding. Oh, the pictures that you've put up are so good. And that's because my husband is also a photographer. So (laughs) getting, getting three portraits is kind of nice. If I, that's nice. Yeah. But that was kind of the craziest thing. And other than that, I mean, I lived with roommates at the time and they're like two of my best friends, some of my best friends from college. So it, it, it at times just felt like a huge slumber party and two of us were teachers. So we would just like gossip about how terrible it was trying to push out content to kids who are barely able to find internet connection in a pandemic. And then uh-huh. we would go on long three mile walks at lunchtime. And then we would, uh, you know, finish our day. And so it was, I I had it very lucky. I will say like, I felt very privileged in that moment, but uh, I'll never get a March where I get to enjoy the springtime as much as I did. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Because springtime teaching when you're in the building, it's busy. Yeah. And then like, literally there are days where I go inside and then I don't leave and see the outside world until three or four o'clock at the time. And so I was just talking like, well, there was almost a tornado. And I'm like, really? I had no idea. Right. Exactly. (laughs) I know. I was just talking to Keisha Green from Paper Planner Essentials and she Mm -hmm. got kept at school the other day until seven o'clock at night. Mm -mm. Oh, (laughs) And I was like, Keisha, don't let them do that to you. See, y'all know. Nope. That's, that's not me. Exactly. (laughs) And I will maybe stay like 30 minutes later than I need to, but I'm, I'm all about that work-life balance too, but it's so hard when you're in the building and you have kids like popping into your room or other teachers popping in like that is the challenge for sure. Well, and see, like I, when I was teaching and I, you know, there's a lot of reasons why I'm not teaching anymore. It's true. There are, there's Mm -hmm. lots of reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, I I was also (laughs) never one of those teachers that was at school until like five o'clock in the afternoon. And, um, I had students that would say while we were in class, um, you know, what is your policy? When can I come see you after school? Um, and I'm like, well, my time after school is very limited Mm -hmm. because, you know, then I ask them and these students obviously were like 17, but I would ask them like, you know, when you go to your work, when you clock out at the end of your shift, would you like to also stay later, mm-hmm. like past the time when you're not getting paid? Right. Do you want to stay, you know, at your job? Do you yeah. want to keep working oh, up there? Do you okay. want to do the things that Bojangles or wherever you're working McDonald's? Like, do you want to stay past when you clocked out? Is that what you want to do? Because I mean, you know, jobs that teenagers have, you know, you're at the grocery store, whatever. Do you want to keep bagging groceries when you've already clocked out? Right. You know, free. yeah, for free. for free. Yeah. Just do it for free. Cause you know, cause for the good of the company you know, taking one for the team. And I was always like, you know, I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, 
I'm like, listen, the show happens in my classroom for 90 minutes a day, Monday through Friday. Right. Mm -hmm. And I work time into that time for you. And if you don't use it. So I was always like, and that was not the most popular. Yeah. And I'm sure be. you had your classroom open at lunchtime. Yes, and... there were times during my planning when if they wanted to pop and in, didn't they you come. get there early? Did, weren't you an early teacher? Um, I would get there. I was only there maybe like half an oh, hour gotcha, early. Yeah. <laughs> um, because, you know, I just felt like that this is when, this is the hours that we work. Yeah. Um, yeah. And people have this expectation of teachers that you're going to be doing work like all these a- after hours. And that's because yeah. teachers have been doing it for so long and just yes. taking it. And now pe- people are starting to see that we're like, no, I'm not going to take this home. Yeah. Like you're not going to criticize me because I'm not grading these essays at home in my own time. Yeah. That's like, something yeah. I really value about the place where I work. And I don't know if it's just because we're online or whatever, but we'll have days where they're like, you need everybody just clock out two hours early. Or there'll be like reminders of, did you take your personal time? It's going to expire. Like they are mm-hmm. really about like making sure that we aren't, you know, put the overextending ourselves and doing those things. So um, that is one thing that I really value about where I work for sure. Yeah. And I always admired those teachers that mm-hmm. were there late, you know, and the, the ones that got there super early and had kids in their right. rooms. But at the same time, it's like, no one is thanking you, like, right? You are doing this and no one notices or cares and you're not going to ever, it's just, so I, you know, I just refuse to kind of be that way. Yeah. Um, and maybe it's not that's, like you were a coach. It's not like you got a stipend. Well, maybe that's why I don't teach anymore because yeah. I was never like as selfless as I should have been. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I mean, I just, I, I'm with you 110%. And I think one of the things that the pandemic taught me was how to, not like how to balance those things, but just to do it. Cause like, I was like, I'm teaching in a pandemic. If I keep taking like work home and lesson plans home. And like, I'm trying to like compose these songs for these kids to sing until like, you know, six o'clock at night, seven o'clock. It's just, I wasn't going to survive. You know, right. and, and, and I had to stop. And so now like, I, I have to work a little bit more like diligently when I'm at school, you know, during those like planning times and stuff, I've got to really like batten down the hatches and like get the lesson plans done, get them on the paper, get them in the folder. They got to go in all that stuff. Uh, but because of that, I'm not taking work home. And I know that there are teachers who I, I can't do that. Like there's just stuff you're going to have to do, but I encourage any and all teachers you know, just make sure that you're not sacrificing your mental, physical well-being for your job. Like, yeah, if you need to if staying if sitting at your house and doing a lesson plan for an hour and a half in your bed uh, isn't going to send you on that opposite edge, then like do that because that's that's how you're getting through the day. That go for it. But if it's gonna cause you men, like anxiety and cause you issues, then keep it at school and find another time for it. Cause it's not, it's not worth sacrificing yourself, you know, for someone else. Cause you won't have anything left to give. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And I feel true. that way. I mean, like about you with your job. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, because like you, you work hard, like you work a lot. I do. Yeah. But and I, also, I work from home. So I would, I would not say that I work hard. Like I was so much more tired when I worked in the building. I might put in a lot of hours, but I'm in front of a screen. I sit in front of Zoom. I don't have to do classroom management. If I want them to be quiet, I turn off the chat. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that that is true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I will be on the phone talking and, like, um, you know, building relationships that way. But 
I am not running to two different classrooms. I'm not covering for my partner teacher, you know, for mm-hmm. free. I'm not having to stay at school um, until like five o'clock. I don't get there at seven. I roll out of bed at eight most days. <laughs> so uh-huh. I don't know, man. But yeah. I don't think you could necessarily like short change your, I mean, it, I, yes, yeah, you know, your job is very different yeah, and there's yeah. a reason why, and you found that job and you snatched it up and you're going to keep <laughs> it because I see that's the job for you. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we're all in this boat together and we're all trying to educate kids. And I think, uh-huh. you know, we're all doing the most with the, with the least. Yes, <laughs> that is very true. true. That's very true. Well, and I look at your stay at home job uh-huh. kind of like, you know, Yes, you see being there with your children and your husband as like a positive and a perk. Yeah. And most people would and do. <laughs> right. But mm. also like, I remember when I got off of maternity leave with my second baby and mm. I went back to work. You ran. And I <laughs> was like back in the building and I was, yeah. at, you know, and I had a place to go every day. Yeah. I mean, like there's, there are things about being at home all day long that are taxing. It's true. Especially because like my mom used to work from home when I was growing up and like people did not respect that you're working. No, people, people don't understand <laughs> working from home. They're like, like, oh, that means you can go to Costco. Yeah. Do you want to go get your nails done? Let's go to Target. <laughs> no, I have to work. <laughs> you really are working. Yeah. And like what, what you said about like my family and my kids having constant access to me, like they know when I'm downstairs that I'm working, but the minute I'm upstairs, there's no like sitting down, having a beer, watching a show. There's like, I'm done with teaching work and now I'm doing mom work. Yeah. 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 That's for sure. I can. Yeah. That's, that's life. Yeah. So two (laughs) full-time jobs for me, plus YouTube. That's why I've had posted a video in a month. And that is why we use our planners. So we're going to get, see, did you see that transition? Yes. Okay. You're welcome. (laughs) Yes. You're Um, welcome. Internet. Um, okay. So we want to talk to you about your planner life because, um, you know, you, you are, um, you know, a unique planner person in our community, you know, you have, you know, you have your own like way with your reels and everything. Like a lot of us like kind of broke into this IG community with Mm -hmm. like flat lays. Yeah. (laughs) And I feel like that Danny came in like, Oh, nope, I'm going to make these reels. And that was kind of like where you got like started your, your following, I guess for me. Uh-huh. You know, that's kind of like where I noticed you first was your videos. Exactly. Um, so tell us your planner story, like from like when you started with planners and just what made you decide, like, I'm going to be the best planner, real maker yeah. in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Cause you know, okay. So, I mean, I, I've, I've kind of shared this story on my personal Insta before, you know, but, uh, I was not the traditional, like holding the Lisa Frank things and collecting all the stationary products when I was little, Mm -hmm. I was a hot mess. I was literally the most unorganized, throw things in my backpack. Why does it look like a trash bag in there? Like I was that, I was that kid. Um, And it wasn't until like college and like adult life started creeping in that I was like, okay, maybe I should start writing some of this down so it doesn't get lost in my brain. (laughs) Uh, And of course I I buy the planner. I write two things in the planner and then I put the planner away and I never touch it again. And then I get to the end of the year and I'm like, why is my life such a mess? Uh, (laughs) But it got to the, it actually, it was the pandemic. I, I'm sitting there with my, with one of my roommates and she is like an EC babe. She's been buying EC for like years. She can show you all the planners and she can show you all the seasonal surprise boxes she's bought. She goes way back. Do we Um, know her? (laughs) No, she doesn't have an Instagram account or anything like that. She's just, 
she's a, she's a person and I love gotcha. her. She should get yeah. one. She should get one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, I'm like, I tell her all the time, you know, she was always like, like, I don't know. She wasn't jealous of me, but you know, I would be like, I want another giveaway today. I don't know how, you know? <laughs> and I was like, well, you gotta, you gotta go in the live and do the comment thing. And then you gotta go on the next live and do the next comment. You gotta play but, to win, babe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, I put, I, I was all like, when I first got started and I was trying to get stuff and I didn't want to pay for it all. I was on all those posts, you know, <laughs> at, t- tagging me, tagging her, tagging my husband. I was like, if, if y'all win, you're going to give it to me. <laughs> but, <laughs> but she just like mentioned casually, like, Hey, I'm trying to get some extra points so I can get a discount. Uh, do you want to buy something from this website called EC? And I was like, sure, let me check it out. I'll buy a notebook. I've been thinking about starting a bullet journal and then Woo! Down the rabbit hole I go yeah. because <laughs> I I literally did not look back. I was on Amanda Rach Lee. I found Julie's plans. I started setting up my bullet journal like a vertical weekly uh, planner, and then I was like, "Wait, all the stickers fit that from the shops fit." So then I fell down that rabbit hole. Yeah, uh, and I started a YouTube. I mean, an Instagram channel or account. What 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 is social media? I don't know. <laughs> uh, he's Gen Z. I'll dare you wrong. <laughs> but I I started the channel because I just wanted to be able to share with and and go on all the lives and stuff without having. Uh, like my, you know, my family and stuff be like, dude, can you stop posting your, your I started it and that was kind of where I went. You know, I, I didn't have like a, you know, a big following, but I had my people that I was connecting with. Uh, and then one day, you know, I'm on TikTok and I'm not posting anything. Uh, and I see all of these hilarious things. And one day it just clicked. I was like, Oh, I guess I, I guess I could post something and make it like planner related. Uh, and that's when I posted, uh, you know, the, the like hamster singing it. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, that's the one I, I saw it and everyone is talking about like something that they did that was really dumb. And so I put the little clown face on and I was like, when I started no spend and I end up buying, you know, all of the VB pens in the world. And, <laughs> you know, I woke up the next day and it had like a thousand views, which for little Danny plans it with like 200 followers. I was just like throwing the table up and I was like yelling at my husband, <laughs> I'm famous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, and that was really where I kind of found my, how I found my niche was just like, oh, I can take all these trends and, you know, kind of put a little planner spin on it, a little planner sparkle, little, little, little sprinkle and, and people are enjoying them. They're relating to them. They're engaging with me and talking with me. And of course, as you have, may have noticed, I can talk a lot and <laughs> we, yeah, love it. we love it. Oh my uh, gosh. And so that's really how it all, it all began. And I started this, you know, getting a little bit of a following and some more people are sharing and, I mean, I wouldn't change anything for the world. It's been so fun connecting with everyone. Uh, and then the opportunities it's afforded me, you know, like being here with you two right now, it's just been a phenomenal 
journey that I never thought I needed. If you had asked me two years ago, like, hey, are you going to start a social media account and become an influencer? I would have said, you're funny. (laughs) (laughs) Why does it always happen like that? That we're like, oops, we fell into this rabbit hole and now (laughs) look at what we're doing. Oops, I just wanted to post a picture and now look at what happened. (laughs) But that's what happened to me. My family was like, why are you putting up pictures of the planner on on your Instagram? Yeah. I had people like, what is this that you're putting up? (laughs) And that's when I was like, I don't know if I can do it. And then I was like, I guess I'll make an Instagram. But you, I think, Danny, are the first account that I found you through reels instead of yeah. just photos. Exactly. You know? uh-huh. I think so too. Yeah, because, and I don't know if there's been any others. Like, there's been a lot of people that we're friends with that started making reels. Yeah, the only yeah. other one is Chris, who's on the squad. Is the, I think that's Yes, Plan Your Truth, right? Yeah, Plan Your Truth. He, I found him through his reels too. Okay, that I, may be. I found him through his as well. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. But it's just, that's a whole like new way to find people. It's true. Because, you know, I, listen, I was very resistant to TikTok and reels and all of the things. (laughs) We'll tell you like, I, well, I'm even more so I don't even put a heart on it. I just watch it for like, I have actually gone even further into TikTok than she has. But, um, but yeah, because I remember when I was teaching way back before the pandemic in like the brick and mortar classroom yeah, and they, mm-hmm. the kids were constantly like trying to stand up and make a TikTok in class. Yeah. And uh, I was like, this is so worry. dumb. I'm like, this is like, why are you obsessed with this? This is dumb. Mm-hmm. You know? And they were like, well, look, this girl, she always does her dances and she knows that that mirror is back there. She's just trying to shelf her butt. Look at this, Miss Spicer. Look at this girl. Can't you tell she's trying to shelf her butt? And then they show me all these TikToks of a girl who's dancing that has a mirror behind her and yeah. clearly the mirror is very strategically placed Mm -hmm. so you know i my opinion of tiktok was very low yeah Mm -hmm. so when i would run across reels on instagram when that started to become a thing i was like i don't know about this Mm -hmm. but then when i saw that they were planner related i was like all right (laughs) we can watch some planner stuff i love this so and now i'm obsessed with tiktok like 100%. 100%. I will never make a TikTok, I don't think. No, I don't think I will make one either, but I will watch them. I don't know how to heart them or do anything else, but I do remember when TikTok was called Musically. Like, way did it? Then. No, that's not what it was. I'm pretty sure. I had no idea. Yeah, because I'm pretty I sure Musically being used to be thing. TikTok. I have no idea. Like, you, you've the said li- that. The listeners out there can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that was the transition. Okay. That would make sense though. Cause they're, they're, I'm pretty sure they were like similar. And I, I, if I'm, I'm like seeing in my brain, like the musically like app and <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's the right, or if I'm making it up, but they seem similar almost like, okay. Yeah. But prior to like IGTV, which is not short videos, but mm-hmm. prior to like IGTV okay. and reels and, um, and TikTok, um, wasn't there Vine? Yeah, Vine is like yeah. the millennial TikTok. Wasn't Vine the one where you made short videos? Yeah, that's where it like seven second videos was their thing. And I was I I hate to say it, but I was I think a little too young for Vine. I don't. Yeah, I, I, that was a millennial I, thing for sure. Okay, yeah. because you. But I don't know. Yeah, no, Viners are like our age. Okay, because mm-hmm. the kids that I was teaching now, this is the class of. Okay. So the class of 2012, they would be millennials, wouldn't they? They would. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that class, I remember they were the ones that were always trying to be Vine famous. Vine famous? Yes. But that, like, those Viners made a lot of money. Well, there were kids at my school. There was one kid at my school that actually did get some fame on Vine. Really? And yeah. I never taught him, but a couple cool. of my colleagues did, but I never understood Vine either. I'm like, I'm clearly an elder millennial because like when I, 
Yeah, because they would show me a vine and I was like, why am I watching this? Yes. Okay. And I just Googled it, everyone. Uh, Bite Dance LTD acquired Musically Inked on November 10th, 2017 and merged it into TikTok on August 2nd, 2018 at the same time Musically Ink, so on and so forth. Oh my gosh, you were right. That's, That's right. really interesting information. Boom. I have a question. Okay. Ooh, I might. Uh, it's really not serious, but how do you guys feel about memes memes oh my gosh you know like a millennial question no so this is what I was I was just thinking about with all the like the I like TikTok but I don't like TikTok I feel like I remember a day where memes did not exist and a meme is just like a you know like a funny picture where someone captions like Uh, an instance like two trains crashing into each other and it's like my bottom whenever I finally get home on the couch you know yeah exactly yes 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 and and I I literally can remember a day where like memes did not exist and then all of a sudden someone like flipped a switch and it was like I funny the app came out and then there was like yes okay so memes I think that I have actually read an article Probably BuzzFeed. Probably. Everything is BuzzFeed. Everything. But it was Jim Zier's making fun of millennials because of how much we love memes. I love Because millennials love memes. I save them to my phone. We send them to each other. My love language is memes. Like we, like I wake up in the morning and Caitlin will have sent me 12 memes. I sent you my life about the Sasquatch. I know. (laughs) So like, yes, we love memes, Danny. We love them. so funny. I I actually unabashedly love memes. My husband is in a Facebook group. Uh, It's a a very raunchy Facebook group. So I won't say the name Mm -hmm. here, but where they just like trade disgusting ridiculous memes all day long yeah and I have like one or two people that I follow on Facebook that do post disgusting memes yeah oh they post it to their they Facebook post them to their Facebook but they that end up in Gen Xer they end up it is a Gen Xer it absolutely it is how did you it always that? is a Gen Xer why why do they do this to us they do not know the rules that is no. so that is so true but I'm kind of glad he doesn't because they're so funny <laughs> Like, dude, get a burner account. Like, stop it. Not yes. your real account. You don't work it on your I need to know that you're into that. Okay. He's you always, he is always in Facebook jail, like constantly. Constantly. There is nothing more Gen X than Facebook jail. It's so true. That is so Gen X. Oh my gosh. Oh my I have died. Yes. Oh, well, okay. So we were talking about TikTok and all well, we were talking stuff. about his planner story. Like that's what yeah, we were right. trying to talk sorry about. Sorry to derail that. Um, but we want to talk more about planners. So yeah. what planner yes. releases have happened recently that you've been really excited about? Yeah. Is there anything you're about to buy or you're looking forward to? Or that you just bought? Yeah. So literally at 12 o'clock PM, I was running to my, uh, to my computer because uh, Moxie Life released their their you know 22 22 planners for the, their <gasps> vips which is just like you know like an ec insider kind of I'm thing i'm not a vip either leanne is like kicking herself right <laughs> oh my now. gosh did they sell out you know they do that uh, yeah. i don't think so yet but i think if you go on their website and signed up She's for so- their email list you might be able to get their email because you need the password to access the site right now that's all i can oh. say um but I just bought their A5 quarterly undated inserts that I want to put in my one of my Notique 
planners and try that. I love daily planning. I fell in love with that kind of in this past like six months ish time zone. And, uh, but I'm really interested in like combining that with a goal planning system. So I did that. And then like last week, simply gilded, which I stand because like, if it's washy, I'm probably going to buy some of it if I can. (laughs) That's um, actually the only washi I buy. Really? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. I know. And I, bougie. Bougie, yes. <laughs> yes, very bougie. And it's it's perfect. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh she released her holiday release. And like I was like, okay, Christmas washi, that'll be cool. And then she released a box set that she called the 12 Days of Christmas Washi set. And I was like, do I need an excuse to buy 12 rolls of washi? No. <gasps> But is this the perfect excuse to buy 12 rolls of washi? Yes. So I bought that and a couple other holiday washies so that I could, you know, decorate all my planners in, in washi. Okay. I think you uh, are influencing Leanne right now. Oh, no, I'm really <laughs> upset. So I have a question. I have a question. I feel like I'm way too close to that microphone. No, now. you're doing great. Okay. Just slide it back. Like, yeah. Okay. That's what she's I'm screaming. <laughs> <in the mic>. <laughs> um, <laughs> we are not, we're not good at this. No, we're not. We're doing great though. Okay. Right. You're so, welcome. Okay. So my question is the 12 days of washi Christmas thing. Are all the washies Christmas washies? Well, the 12 days of Christmas washi is specifically about the song, the 12 days of Christmas. So like the first washi is a bunch of partridges in a pear tree. And then the second washi has like two turtle dove pears on it. Stop it. I'm dying right now. Oh my gosh. I just died. Literally that was me whenever I saw it. Like when I saw her little Jaspers and they were, had drums on and they were drumming, I screamed and I set my alarm so that I could, uh, pick it up during the release. I'm about to start crying. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. I'm crying. Okay, hold on. She's gonna be shopping. Okay, right I now. need for y'all to talk to yourselves. <laughs> and I am do going you have to- a referral code that leads to her order right now? Um probably not. I think she does like you know one of those like links that you know where everyone gets one and I could send it to you. But uh honestly girl just run and get the washi I don't care I'm doing yeah. it right now she's doing it right now Maybe I'm gonna be really sad if on camera we find out that they're sold out I'm gonna be so sad for you and I'm so sorry we're gonna have a real life moment right now this is like true I'm, life. Really I'm a planner I'm really I'm running to check because I don't want <laughs> this is true life I'm a planner okay so this is what I'm finding I'm finding the day and night ski lodge bundle that is not it <laughs> this is compelling podcasting right now Look up uh, 12 Days of Christmas in her search bar and you'll find it. This is hilarious. We're literally live shopping right now. Yes, this is live. She did this with Chloe Tree Plans. I think she or I bought a Starbucks cup on the show one time. Yes, we we do shop a lot on the show. Yeah, she bought a car one time while she was waiting for me. Okay, here it is. Box that's simply gilded. Oh, it's on sale. It's okay. on sale. She's buying it's it. On right sale. It's <laughs> happening. Okay. All right. So that's thank you, Danny, for letting me know. Um, oh my gosh. That is it's so cute. Yes, I love, I love, love, love it. Exactly. Like I was like, why? Like this is literally perfect. That was yeah. It's so beautiful. I also just got added to the Moxie Life VIP list. Oh, so you have acquired the password? I have acquired that information. <laughs> okay, good. I was like, don't buy that right now. You got to wait on that. Okay. Okay. So while, to do this. but what I want to know now 
is what is your lineup? Do you have any idea what your lineup is going to look like for 2022? Like what is your, or what is it right now? Just talk about what you're using today. Yeah. Right this so it's, it's really not going to change that much. Uh, since I'm mostly a ring planner, I don't really uh, have to change like planners. I just kind of change the guts. And right now I'm happily in uh, like a mixture of lights, planner, action inserts. Mm-hmm. I've got some like vertical weekly. She sent me this like really fun, like kind of hybrid vertical dashboardy. I don't know what you would call it layout. I don't remember the name uh, and some fun blackout inserts. And then, uh, so that's kind of like a, it's a ring planner, but it's a seven by nine. So like when it's a vertical, it literally looks almost like an EC planner or like an HP classic. Uh, And then I'm in a Notique A5, which I'm using for like daily uh, slash. I have like a couple of sections. I have one for social media and uh, uh, one kind of like for goals, but now I'm going to transition into this like moxie life daily and then use their goal planning system and just see how that works out and how that feels um i like just having the daily checklist and stuff so that's really nice i think Leanne uh, i also have your same system <laughs> pretty soon <laughs> she's like making eyes at me. that yes. is what i want right now <laughs> no. and then uh i'm also for teaching i use uh there's a local texas teacher planner named uh like bryce sizemore and he's on teachers pay teachers and uh he also has a planner called the teaching texan planner and i use that one for teaching uh it's an eight and a half by 11 and it's the only one that i really feel is the closest to what like an elementary music teacher needs because you know we have six, seven grade levels. So we have like six, seven preps. So like I need like seven columns and, and then a bunch of different places to put activities that I'm doing. And so that's the most effective. Uh, what else, what else, what else? I have, uh, an archer knowledge journal that I'm, you know, art journaling, junk journaling, whatever you call it. And then I have a little Notique pocket planner that I just use as a wallet. I don't really plan in it at all. It has pages if I wanted to like write a note, but it just has like eight or 12, I don't know how many slots for cards. So I keep that with me everywhere and it's my wallet. So I think that's my stack right now. And that's probably what it's going to be in 2022. I love everything in your lineup. I I do too. I do too. I, you know, I used to always try to have like a notepad, like with my wallet. Mm -hmm. And then I realized Mm -hmm. that I never, ever, ever wrote anything down. Yeah. Like, I don't know why I always thought like, I'm going to be out and about. I need to write something. And I never do. It's (laughs) never happened. I never need to write anything down when I'm out. Every year in January, I'm like, I need an on-the-go planner. I work from home. My kids do school at home. My husband is always home. We literally go nowhere. Like, yeah, you're not on the go, like at all. <laughs> your on-the-go planner is your stay-at-home planner. You don't what? Yes, and I think that even making an on-the-go planner—it's <laughs> ridiculous—manifests into the universe that you want to be on the go. I know. And I'm the type of person that I can have one plan of something to do and then I'm done I can't have like go to this party and then pick up this over here and then do this like I can't I can't yeah you need you're like a one errand at a time I'm a one-stop girl yeah that's it yeah Mm -hmm. and I have to be like okay today I have to go to the butcher and the breadsmith and the grocery store (laughs) and the Trader Joe's 
And, you know, it's like, I've learned that the life of the stay at home mom, you are in the car and on the go almost all day. I'm uh-huh. thinking of that song from Beauty and the Beast. There goes the baker with the Yes. <laughs> That's Leanne's <laughs> life. Let's go. I love it. No, I wish I could figure out how to have all of those things delivered to me while I lie down. You should figure that out. But I mean, they grocery delivery. No, but so, I mean, like some of these places, like my man friend loves the bread from this one particular bread place and they don't deliver no they do not and if mm-hmm. i try to get that bread they also sell that bread at the butcher where we get our meat from okay but it's way more expensive there oh. so uh, like, i need you to go to the breadsmith and he's a financial advisor so he's crunching the numbers he is day. he he counts <laughs> the money like a miser like an old thinking <laughs> away with yeah <laughs> anything girl so but i did finally convince him that i'm saving a lot of time and that and therefore money oh. um by having my groceries shopped for me at Publix instead of me doing it myself he's such a mm. gen Xer. He's he really is so gen that. x like he is totally like if you need something you go in the grocery store and you're like no that's gross and i'm like <laughs> no if i need something i figure out who can bring it to me do you go in the store or do you prefer delivery as a gen zer I, I'm, I'm maybe call me old school, I guess, because I prefer to go into the store. I believe that grocery shopping is an event and I, <laughs> I enjoy walking down every aisle and being tempted by every stinking snack and flavored chip and covered in chocolate thing <laughs> that exists. Oh, so I walk down all the aisles if I can. Now my husband hates it. He wishes like if he could make his shopping trip like a two minute trip, he would, mm-hmm. but me it's an event and I just like I feel the moment and I just feel like every aisle is a runway that I get to walk down (laughs) do you like pick out an outfit to go to the grocery store and like like I'm not ashamed to like go in my most comfy clothes don't get me wrong like I'll go in sweats and stuff but if grocery shopping is the only thing I'm doing that day I have been known to put on a face of makeup uh and a nice sweater so that I can go shop at Kroger and then scan my own groceries because I'm too scared to go talk to the checker okay (laughs) (laughs) oh but I look I bet you look fierce okay so I have to say that my favorite thing about the grocery store is self-checkout yeah because I if I'm gonna have to go to the grocery store I do not want to make eye contact with any checkers or bags but you always end up doing that at self-checkout because they're like there's an item in the bagging area I know <laughs> or like I have too much wine and I need to come and look at my ID and I'm, I'm like, like oh, oh I, was not- doing uh, yeah. I-, I end up having to talk to them anyway but um okay so the only time that I like going to the grocery store is like let's say Jamie and I have been out to dinner right and we've got a little buzz on uh-huh and we're like, mm. hey, let's go get stuff for dessert at the grocery store. Oh, yeah, and then nice. we go and we shop in the grocery store and we like, it's cute. And we hold hands and we want, we, we frolic <laughs> oh, around, <laughs> you know, and that's when it's fun to go to the grocery store. Any other time? No, exactly. no, thank you. Unless it's Target time. No. If I can go to Target and meander the aisles with no children and no one speaking to me, I can look at the dollar spot by myself. I can buy people presents. That's the only time I like to go Yeah, to people store. like to go to Target. I really just, I don't. Oh, I I, it's not ever it's been my thing. soothing. 
Yeah, I don't I know. don't go to Target unless I'm willing to make the full lap to every <laughs> section to double check that there's nothing I absolutely need. So we don't go to Target unless we're planning on spending at least like 20, 30 minutes in there because I'm like, no, we need to go by the, the video game section, make sure there's no video games. We need to go by the clothes section, make sure there's no cute clothes. We need to go to the ki- cooking kitchen utensils because if that KitchenAid's on sale, you're freaking buying it for me. And- <laughs> <laughs> Target has not done well with women's clothes lately. No, I and I um, I'm a taller lady, so I don't typically buy clothes at Target. But I okay, do. I feel that. I used to love buying my kids' clothes there. Cat and Jack is my jam. I love Cat and Jack. Cat and Jack is where it's I at. know, and it's like, and then they have really good athletic pants a- too, athletic like, leisure, whatever the <laughs> ath- Well, no, like for kids, like uh-huh. this because my son just likes to wear like. Yeah, athletic pants with uh-huh. t-shirts and the clearance racks on the end of every aisle. Like I am here for that. The new mugs. I love to look at all the mugs and all. Uh, the I like the home decor. Yeah, the bedspreads. Yes, and I like, yes. and I really like the way they set it up in the middle of the store, like all cute, you yes. know. So yeah, okay. I guess I don't mind going to Target. Uh-huh. Target <laughs> wins. All right. Yeah, you want me if over? There's a Starbucks in your Target. Yes, oh, that's so your get first a Starbucks stop. So then you can now. have your Starbucks while you're walking. Yeah, in fact, the Starbucks targets always have the best plastic cups. They always have the good yeah, souvenir the, cups. The one like, that people are hunting. Yes, for. they're all, my mm-hmm. my Target Starbucks always has the bumpy cups. The bumpy cups. The bumpy cups. The ASMR cups. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate so, that I actually know what you're talking about. <laughs> I have so many of those. Um, okay, so our listeners need to know that I did place my Simply Gilded order. Beautiful. So that did happen. 12 so days of Christmas 12 days coming. of Christmas is coming to, to my house. So yes. thank you, Danny, for that. I knew that this episode would cost me. <laughs> exactly. I'm so sorry, but I'm honestly not. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome, Irene. You're welcome. Oh my goodness. You're but um, we have to say that you are a unicorn in the planner community in another way, in that you are a planner dude, a planner bro, as it were. Um, and what's that experience been like in a community that's like probably 90% women being a dude in the community? What's yeah. That like? What's, what's up with that? So first off, uh, I will say that I think I've hashtagged like planner dude, like maybe four times. And okay. then I said, you know what, forget this. I'm reclaiming the hashtag planner, babe. And I am a planner, babe. And y'all yeah. can all just all right. you know, really live yeah. with it. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Uh-huh. Uh, but I mean, you know, as a, as a gay man, like I literally have lived my life in the comfort of, you know, women, I don't know, like I've just yeah. always felt comfortable, you know, as someone who kind of doesn't fit into that box of what mm-hmm. the stereotypical, you know, male is and does and, you know, likes and whatever, all those, you know, eye rolly things, uh, I've always felt more comfortable. So when I got into the planner community and it was just like, oh, hey, here's a chat room where you can talk with a bunch of people about, you know, washi and stickers. I was like, oh my God, I found my home. And, um, (laughs) you know, um, there are moments, you know, where I think like, uh, uh, I don't know, I don't want to, you know, be a guy and like complain about there being a female, like, curated space because I love that you know especially as a queer man and understanding that like there's not a lot of spaces for women but sometimes when I go into like a planner room and then like somebody mentions you know like hey ladies uh what do you think about this I'm like oh I guess you know maybe she doesn't want my opinion because I'm not you know a lady 
And they um, don't all identify as ladies either. It's true. Yeah. That means, like, we are at a time where I think that we should be conscious of that when we're addressing large groups of people. Exactly. Well, and that's one of yeah. the reasons why when I'm addressing people in my videos, I'm always, hey, friends, because, yeah. it's, you know, it's totally neutral territory for everybody. Right. Yeah. And even though I, you know, reclaimed the planner babe in me, uh, I know not everyone will identify as that. And I do encourage people like when you're saying something like check yourself, because like, just because you're saying like, um, you know, Hey ladies or Hey planner babes, like, are you really thinking of, you know, like your, your queer planner men who are, that are in there, or even your trans women who are in your groups that want to be a part of your community. Like, are you really including them? And, uh, you know, I know it's one of those just like little wordy things that, uh, people like to say, you know, it doesn't mean much, but it, it, it really, it really does. Like, yeah. cause when I walk onto a post and I see that it says, you know, Hey ladies, I just, I want to be respectful, you know, of the opinion and, and, and what you're looking for and stuff. So it does make me feel like, oh, maybe I shouldn't, you know, partake in this because I'm not what she's looking for. And I just think that that's something that th that's a growth piece, I think, for the planner community is just, uh, you know, checking your vocabulary because, you know, you might be excluding someone you never meant to exclude. And what's one word difference if it means that, you know, another you know, a bunch of people get to gag about the stickers and tell you how much they love the washi. I think totally. And I, I think you hit the nail right on the head because um, sometimes in my video, I'll be talking about like moms and dads or something. And then I'm always like, or non-binary non parents or whatever family structure you have. And people have actually come to me and said, you're like one of the few planner channels that I've heard, like reference mm -hmm. multiple groups or people who are like non-traditional families or, um, you know, people who identify as non-binary. And mm -hmm. it really, it really mattered to them. So I think that you hit the nail right on the head that language is important for uh, inclusivity for sure. Well, and that's like my own children in their school. Um, one of my children's teachers, um, when they're referring to children sending, like sending stuff home with mm -hmm. kids, they don't say, take this home to your parents. Yeah. They say, take this home to your adult. Yeah, exactly. Because there's all kinds of different adults that take care of children, mm -hmm. you know? So, I mean, it's just, it doesn't, I think that we are learning how to, you know, communicate in a way mm -hmm. that is more representative of everyone. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, I, I like the idea of reclaiming planner babe. I love it. I love because it. Because we've had this conversation before that planner babe can encompass so many different kinds of people mm -hmm. and that there's women and people who identify as women in the community that do not identify with oh, planner babe yeah, at all. Like not. they don't feel that. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so, you know, I think that it's just to each their own. Yeah. Um, however you feel comfortable, but, um, but no, you are definitely a planner babe for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. But I could see how like going to a place and just seeing where it's, where they're addressing the ladies would feel, you know, you would question like, are they referring to me? Is it okay for me to be in this space? Right. Absolutely. You know? And when I was first joining the planner community, I don't remember what happened, but like I came across a group or something and I could have sworn that it said that like it was specifically like for women and it just made it made me nervous because like I didn't want to like come into a space and just like assert my you know manness or whatever you know yeah uh, and and walk all over like a space that was supposed to be special and supposed to be for uh for, for women you know because I I know that that I that that is a very it's important that women have a platform and women have a space 
uh, where they feel, you know, empowered and with their femininity, I guess. I don't yeah. know if that's the right word. Well, and I but, mean, I guess, yeah. I guess as a male planner, babe. Yeah. I mean, it is your decision to say, well, you know, if this group says that it's ladies only, then I mean, I guess you respect those. I mean, each group has their own. Yeah. Well, yeah, like happy exactly. planner has always said, like people have asked, like, can we get some more neutral happy planners? And, and Stephanie Fleming was always very clear that, you know, my audience is women and that's who I'm selling to. Um, and she said that on several, she several did. Lives. She was very much like, well, like I hear you that there's men yeah. in the community, but our audience is women. Yeah. But there um, are also other brands that are like, yeah, here's some neutral options for you. Like here, you know, or, or here's some, some bright colors if that's what you're into. Right. You know? Yeah. So. And it's just, I, that's kind of funny just cause I'm like, my immediate thought is like, well, just like neutral isn't I, exactly. I, I know that we sure. have these things ingrained in our brains that like yeah. neutral is more like masculine, but right. like, it's not. And like, just mm-hmm. because I, you know, I love a colorful spread that doesn't make me any less of, totally. of a man and just right. like, it wouldn't have any less yeah. of a woman loving neutrals. Like, it's like, it's literally just a color scheme. It's, it's an opinion. It's pleasing to the brain. Like, yeah. you know, and that's why I think it's important that we ask from the brands that we're buying from and stuff that, you know, like I want to be in your products. I want to be, I want to be included and you, I I want you to make space for that. And if you're not willing to make space for that, then I'll take my money, you know, take my money elsewhere. But I think our communities, you know, they do a good job. They're they're trying at least. So for sure. And I feel like people are, um, and, and companies I think are even, you know, listening because people are, you know, making their opinions more known and what they like, um, for sure. And I mean, like you look at other, uh, you know, male planners in the community, like plan with Gabe, he loves a rainbow spread. Yeah. Well, and you know, I, I think that women in this particular kind of space, yeah. Um, you know, we do kind of have a little bit of, you know, a cultural privilege here mm-hmm. in that we can love neutrals. Yeah. We can love things that are navy and dark and matte black. You know, we can GM. love anything that is that might even come across as quote unquote masculine. Right. We can put anything we want to in our planner. We can go on the other side and put all the rainbows and all the flowers and all the things. Right. But then if you're a man in the planner community, people expect for you to be like a little toned a down. little bit more toned down, yeah. you know? And it's like we, the women, get to use all the things and can have all the different kinds of spreads. <laughs> but then, you know, it's so limited to, well, you're not going to be seen as whatever if you put this in your planner. Right. And exactly. you know, I I do like to see the men in our community kind of take it back and say, like, I'm gonna put what I want to in my planner. Exactly. Yes. Um, like I think that that's a great thing. So but it and is, your, your spreads are lovely and gorgeous and I love everything that you make Danny so yeah I do too <laughs> thank you thank you thank you I, I I you know it's all functional but I I just I yeah I, I like what I like and I'm not yeah. gonna you know I'm not gonna change just to to fit some box which I will say like caveat like I'm very privileged and I've like the people I surround myself, the communities I'm in, mm-hmm. like, I don't feel like anyone has ever asked me to be in a box for sure. But I, you know, I just, that's kind of like one of my challenges that I've kind of taken on with my platform is just kind of, you know, putting those little sprinkles of thought of just like, like, you know, is the sentence you're using really inclusive or are, are you, when you say this, are you really, you know, considering everyone and, you know, or are you putting that box around yourself or around someone? And yeah, uh, I think it's, that's one of the beautiful things about the planner community is that 
we're able to think outside of the box and inside the planner, you know. Exactly. And I think that as a, as a community, I think that for the most part, we do a really good job of having those conversations with each other and listening, um, because I would say the planner community is a bit of more of a gentle space overall. Um, and I would say overall, there's less of that like volatile energy. So when someone is like, Hey, I would rather if you didn't say this, I feel like there's a lot more listening happening, but again, that's coming from a very privileged place, um, in the community as well. So, Um, that's what I, that's how I see our community, but I love the growth that's been happening. I love the conversations that I'm seeing. And I think it's all, I think it's all great. Well, most of the people that I choose to follow and that I, you know, see on a daily basis in my, you know, planner feed in your feed, um, is people, you know, that, that very much are going to say whatever you want in your planner is fine. Yeah. Anything that you want is fine. Mm -hmm. You know what? I like, I'm not following a lot of people that are going to be like, oh, that spread is ugly. Right. That's for girls. Yeah. Like that's. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, or that someone could say like, well, your spreads are too masculine, like, you right. know, to a, a girl planner. I mean, there are girls <laughs> yeah. that love the black and white aesthetic that <laughs> oh, people say like, oh, well, you need to get some more <laughs> flowers in there. What's wrong with you? Um, oh, no. yeah, I'm not following a lot of people that are like demanding that people do. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and at the end of the day, it's everyone's art, right? Like that's, yeah. that's, it's everyone's art. It's everyone's creative space. And and I think that we just, just let people do what they want. And we, players. and I think that we do. <laughs> yeah, do. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I have an idea. Yeah. What do is y'all that? know what time it is? I oh my God. I know what time it is y'all. <laughs> okay. What time is it, Danny? Is it currently page time? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you have no idea how okay, long we, I've been waiting to say that. You yeah. have to know, are you going like, on the fly he or didn't have any notes we gave these to him like five minutes ahead <laughs> but he's of time. a listener he knows I, I i know, know. He knows so i will say this is the only prep i've done is that i was literally listening to that other episode with that girl whose name i forgot already elise yeah <laughs> i was listening to her episode and so when she was doing her currently page time i literally went oh, i'm gonna have to do this oh my god <laughs> but i will say i did not write anything down so like there's a couple things that are floating in my brain but i'm sure they'll be gone in five minutes and something else will be replaced well, so Caitlin and I did our currently pages yesterday and neither did. one of us had any idea what we were going to say like I, no, I, we and, were... some, and some of us okay. like, sheets to the wind and you know okay well some of us have enjoyed their vacation okay yeah. <laughs> I'm on vacation. exactly <laughs> okay perfect um okay so I'll start all right go ahead okay, okay. so what are you reading these days Danny are you reading anything um so I read one chapter of uh Dune because my husband is obsessed with this series and we watched the movie, I don't know how, uh, like the week before Halloween. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was an amazing movie. So I was like, sure, I should start reading this. And I read one chapter and it has sat on my desk ever since. <laughs> it's a hard read. It's a hard book. It's a, the, yeah, I, I, the problem I, I had with time. reading it is that like, there's so many characters. You're like, okay, wait, what this? And yes. this, and just the way that it's written, it's hard to keep it all organized. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, that's really all that I've read other than like, you know, the Instagram posts and the never ending emails that we get as teachers. Uh, and I'm hoping that maybe with the break coming up, I could get some reading done when I'm literally doing nothing but vegging out on the couch and eating all the things I want. Gosh, we always should be reading when we're not. I always say that. And then I'm like, oh, hey, TikTok. <laughs> yeah, TikTok. Yep, yep four hours later. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. So I have never, who wrote Dune? 
Uh, actually, I don't remember his name, but the guy is from Oregon. He actually went to Brian's high school in North Salem. Okay. Okay. So the only thing I know about Dune at all uh-huh. is that the film stars Timothée Chalamet. <laughs> and Chalamet. Yeah. I love Timothée Chalamet. <laughs> Stop it. I, I literally love his face. Right I love his face. <laughs> Isn't Jason well, Momoa? Herbert wrote it. Who? Frank Herbert. That's Frank right. Frank Herbert. Okay. Yes. Okay. Local Oregonian. Local Oregonian. We should Ooh, Oregonian. I didn't even know that's what you called yourself. I'm, an, I'm basically an Oregonian now. Yeah. And now she understands why I always say that I love Portland so much. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do. I like it here, but I, I will be fine going back to You'll the You'll be South. just fine. I'll okay. be fine. Yes. All right then. Okay. So um, I am going to guess that the second thing is planning. Mm-hmm. What are you planning? What am I planning? What am I planning? So uh, I guess I'm really not planning much. Uh, we're, you know, planning our Thanksgiving and holiday stuff. Uh, you know, who we're going to see for Thanksgiving, who we're going to see for Christmas. Uh, I'm planning my holiday baking list. I've already got like some of my cookie lineups, like which cookies am I making so that I have snacks for all the trips we're making. I wish I did uh, that. Uh-huh. Yeah, my, my friends and I did it last year and then we texted each other we're like, we should do that again. So we're all going to hang out and drink way too much wine and, and alcohol and make cookies for most of the day. So that'll okay, be fun. We'll be right there. Let that, us know when it happens. We'll be there. That is so cool. Okay. I wish I baked. I do like, you to know, bake. okay. So like, you know how the happy planner always releases those Christmas expansion, extension yeah, packs or whatever. Exchange. And they have like, they have whole like yeah cookie exchange directions <laughs> yeah. and like gift uh-huh. lists and you know uh-huh. I'll I'll put together one of those planners and then it's like I'm not gonna do any of this <laughs> like I'm yeah. like I am barely gonna get a light on the tree like I'm gonna what? make magic bars I'm gonna make snickerdoodles I'm gonna make sugar cookies with frosting like it's uh-huh. because we have to have cookies for Santa a duck cookie is my love language y'all like that oh my goodness well with the- I am really good at those cookies that come in like the plastic little tray <laughs> And then they're already in little squares cut up, you know, and then you just like break the squares off and put it on your pan. I can't stand that. Oh, but the cookies are so good. Yeah. Like, I, Jamie came on the other day. Has. Which ones? The sugar cookies that are, they're not really squares. They're more like circles. And like, they have the Halloween ones, which have like the ghost and the pumpkin. Yes, and they, they have, have the like cookie. a little like a picture inside them. Yeah, I, I literally can just like eat those. There's like a, candy. There's, those are slice and bake, right? Like you slice yeah. them? Yeah, okay. Okay, so I did make some of those cookies from the tray. Ooh, the good. Nestle. So loose. <laughs> Nestle. <laughs> I, I made some I made some of those um and breathe. because when Jamie got home I wanted it to smell like cookies oh my God. I cannot you should have just bought a candle at that point. she's trying to get upgraded to a wife I am he has got me on the girlfriend package and I'm and look like, I have to, cookies I'm trying to level up you know you're like there's a roast in the oven in the house smells like cookies and I have a roast <laughs> Pearls and high heels in the kitchen. <laughs> That's it. Oh no, he would be so upset if I wore shoes in the house. <laughs> He's never gonna think that heels are sexy. He's gonna put him in the back. He would, he would be like, okay, I have to take your shoes off and put them downstairs in the mudroom before we can have sex. <laughs> Go in the back next to that back door because there's too many shoes in the front. Area. We have a lot of shoes in the front. <laughs> 
I'm dead. Okay, oh, so God. we should stick with Danny's currently page. Oh, we Let's should. Okay, going. sorry, we're we're on a time. Crunch. Yeah, we we're get a hard stop here. Okay, what are you watching these days? What am I watching? Uh, we just rewatched all of the Harry Potter uh, movies. I don't know why it just like happened one day where we were both like arguing like. What do you want to watch? I don't know. What do you want to watch? I don't know. Just put on something. Well, you just put on something. And so finally I was like, fine. And I clicked the first Harry Potter and, you know, like two weeks later, we're watching the last one. I'm like, wow, we really did this. <laughs> that's, that's what we're doing right now. We just watched The Hobbit and now we've started The Lord of the Rings. And I have no we idea. We literally just started The Lord of the Rings last night. Like, I kid yeah. you not. I have no <laughs> like, idea what happened. <laughs> Well, my children just started Lord of the Rings with my ex. Oh my gosh. He just started, yeah, like they, they got in the car and they were like, we started Lord of the Rings. <laughs> and I was like, well, what can you tell me about it? And they can't tell me anything. Yeah. Harrison. Okay. But high key, I watched them all and I can't tell you much about what's going on. <laughs> oh no. It's so good. Well, I asked him like, who was your favorite character? And Daniel like roughly described a man to me, uh-huh. but I don't know who it was. I named all the names. I was like, Beermore, Aragon, Gandalf, Gandalf. <laughs> like I named all these people and he was like, no, it's not him. Thorn, no, it's not him. So, <laughs> Frodo, that's about how far, as far as I can get you. Frodo, Frodo. Bilbo. Yeah, I don't know. Samwise is my forever favorite. Samwise Gamgee. Oh, yes. I love, Sam I love him. Potato. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness okay i have to tell you something so i'm i like y'all the 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 lord of the rings community is gonna come for me and that's okay um but the first time we watched it i have never seen it before and when the pandemic started we made a huge epic movie list we watched all of the marvel cinematic universe and then we sat down and we watched all of the lord of the rings and the hobbits and i had never seen them before and we got to the end of the third one and I was like, how have they, like literally in the first one, they looked over the mountain, they go, there's the volcano, we're almost there. And I was like, how did we get to the end of the third book? And they just now got to the freaking volcano. That's a good question. <laughs> yeah, that is a good that is the. That's my favorite question. Mordor I was is like, difficult to get through, okay? Oh. <laughs> I, and Jonathan was like, he's of course is like, well, there's they're, you're, they're hobbits, they're tiny. That takes them a long time to walk. And I was like, excuses, dude. Like, it is not that far. Well, like, I I personally, I personally think that um <laughs> that it took them far longer to get there than it should have. I agree. Yeah, but they yeah. got very distracted. Yeah, yeah. There was I, a lot going on, so I'll give them that. And, it, and I Gandalf keeps leaving. Gandalf keeps going off on his little side, and adventures. then he'll just die yeah. randomly. Oh, no spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. Okay, it's twenty thousand years old. <laughs> the Statue of Limitations has passed. Okay. Oh yes. Okay. If you're listening to this and I just spoiled Lord of the Rings for you, I am not sorry, and you're welcome. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Like, you can now. You now you never have to watch them. You can rest easy. Yeah. Just don't even oh, bother. <laughs> okay so what are you eating lately anything yummy um what am I eating I'm always eating y'all like I have no like I'm a foodie so I'm just like if it sounds good I'm gonna put it in my body like that's just what I do uh Ian can relate <laughs> yes I think I had six door dashes yesterday <laughs> <laughs> so uh right now we are we are trying something new when it comes to dinner um and i've shared in my stories we're doing like every plate which is just one of those you know little boxed meal services and it's a lot of fun just because it's taken the stress out of 
uh, you know, finding dinner because we're all, we're, we're that couple that doesn't want to make a decision. And we're like, what do you want for dinner? I don't know. What do you want for dinner? And then I go on Pinterest for an hour and then I don't pick anything. And I'm more frustrated than when I started on Pinterest. So yeah. <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. It's been really interesting. Um, have I been snacking on anything special? I don't know. Like I, I randomly get cravings for like something like sour or something chewy. And so we'll go and get like Haribo gummies, which are like the little cherries or like, I'll grab like some Sour Patch Kids or something like we're just, and you know, I don't know. It's just every night, it seems like we're going out somewhere to grab a snack. Yeah. I had Gushers delivered last night. Oh my God. Now we're going to get Gushers. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I love Gushers and they take me all the way back to the nineties too, because I used to get them at my lunch. Oh, see. And I do not like them because they get stuck in my teeth. I can't do it. I like it. I like how it squirts at you when you bite it. (laughs) Sorry, everybody. I have to apologize for Leanne today. Okay. Um, next, uh, what are you loving these days on that note? (laughs) <laughs> um i'm loving the fruity squirty things oh uh, no uh um I, I don't know what am i gonna say what am i gonna say about what i'm loving i'm gonna be cheesy right now and i'm gonna say that i am loving my husband because one if he hears this i want him to have his little shameless plug and two uh you know when we we like just went to a wedding you know this weekend you know for some family and it just seems like it's just so funny that like random times we'll be sitting there and like something happens and then we'll both look at each other and make the exact same face and then like later that evening when we actually have time to talk about what happened he'll be like did you think this and I'm like I thought the same thing and then we just like sit there and like die laughing because we're like how are we both thinking the same thing when you know xyz happened and I'm just I'm really happy that I I met someone that even though we're so different because I what's a budget he's the budget king you know uh oh that's my life we still can like find that common ground and I don't know I just I'm really loving him right now I love that so much I love that too I am right there with you because I'm so in love right now it's like horrible and we just had our first real fight you did like this past weekend yeah, I know. I love that you took time to make space. I love I love that. I think it's important to say I need some space. Well, I just I really want to learn how to fight with this one the right way. Like I just yeah. it's really important to it's me. Important. Yeah. You know, and maybe I did a disservice to my first husband because I didn't ever care to learn his fighting style. Uh-huh. But like like, you know, with this guy, I just I'm so happy and I totally feel that. And I'm glad that you feel the same. Like it's great to be in love. Yeah. It is. Especially when you look over and you know that's your person. I will actually exactly. heard that. Even though like I'm an old married lady who've been married for 11 years, like and we're in that like sweet spot like in the comfort zone like we've gone through the hard times and like we're kind of in this pretty sweet spot I just love it when because every night we're still snugglers like we're in the same bed together mm-hmm. and he like turns over and I'm the little spoon and he like puts his arm over I'm me the little spoon too. every night for mm-hmm. the last like 11 years and I just love that so much and I don't know he's my best friend forever yeah so we're all in love we're That's all so in love yeah. I, was like, I love this this yeah. is my and it doesn't, it doesn't hurt that for our 10 year anniversary, he upgraded me to two carrots. So her wedding ring, yeah, her <laughs> ring is so beautiful. 
Oh my god! It doesn't hurt. It's doesn't so hurt. beautiful. Yeah, I just really hoping to get a ring soon. I know. I'm like, can you? I might need to start texting him on the side, like, bro. <laughs> well, we're not Wait, divorced yet. Happening. That doesn't mean you can't be engaged. I know, but he he's like made it very. He really does not yeah, want us true. to be engaged before we're not like. I mean, if that makes sense, but we are yeah. very excited that you are so in love, but I am kind of like wanting to just say to him, like, why do we have to wait till this? Just say, uh, as our queen Beyonce says, if you like it, put a ring on it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Get that ring on there. Okay. So we have gotten <laughs> you're, off you're next. <laughs> okay. I've looked at the list like three times and I never can remember. Okay. So what are you dreaming? What are you dreaming? What? am i dreaming i am dreaming of thanksgiving and christmas break y'all like let's be real let's be honest here um yeah i'm no i'm gonna put it there because you know it's been it's been fun and i have a lot of wins uh when it comes to teaching that i've had and i'm really proud of myself and my students and the things that we're kind of accomplishing uh but i just would love a break (laughs) i hear you yeah and this i'm having like a pre-thanksgiving break because mm-hmm. I, took, I took like three days off to hang out with Leanne. Yeah. And so I'm even more ready. Like I'm going to go back for two days next week or two days this week. And then like two days next week. And I'm in that I'm cruising, man. I am kind of like so excited that next week when I have my kids, we only have two days of school. Yeah. Because that I see that on the parent side too, because having to wake children up for school, that's a good yeah. Well, and I, I, you know, I feel bad because I have them on this week where they only have two days mm-hmm. because like we drive the kids far to school. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. driving them there and back for five days straight is hard. So it does feel less stressful for me to know that they're only going to have to go two days. So yeah. Um, and I'm not even teaching and I'm looking forward to that break. Yes. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I hope you get a really good break, Danny. I, yeah. I, I hope you enjoy it. I hope it's mm-hmm. nice and relaxing. Yes. And thank eat lots you, of turkey you. or whatever you eat on Thanksgiving. I feel like that all of our guests for the next few weeks, when we ask them what they're planning and stuff, they're going to talk about the holidays. Absolutely. This is like yeah, that time probably. of the show. It's <laughs> the time. Yeah, absolutely. Time of year. exactly um what are you listening to these days what are you listening to um i'm listening to uh red taylor swift's version duh duh Um, yes the only thing anyone is listening to hello i know and we're ready to cancel jake gyllenhaal yes yes (laughs) you know he's like Uh, warren and john mayer he's like dude like you're next man <laughs> and any future partner Taylor, they're like, here's what you're signing up. There for. aren't going to be future partners. There's not. She's found her forever man. Oh, do you right. think, Danny, that she's that she's with her forever man now? I'm gonna be honest. I don't. I haven't kept that much up with Taylor. I don't so. know. Who she, I don't know who she's oh. dating either. That I Joe know. Alwyn. I don't know name? who that is. Well, anyway, we need to get some Taylor Swift fans on the show. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. I was. I'm so sorry. I. I, I I loved the Red Album because that was where she kind of started to do that country uh, to pop flip. And I mean, like, like I loved, you know, her first album or whatever, but like, it was kind of fun seeing her be like, hey, I'm just going to sprinkle some pop into all this now. And yeah. then, you know, her next album, she was like, I'm pop bitch. So sorry. Excuse <laughs> me. So sorry. That's, oh that's my goodness. Like- that's exactly what happened. Yes. She was like, let's throw, let's sprinkle it in here now. And then my next one was, oh yeah, y'all didn't even notice. Yes. But yeah, that all exactly. too well, 10 minute version that has changed my life. Exactly. It's so good. Oh, it was, I like it was a spiritual experience. 
Yeah. And he didn't understand because he's he's not the Taylor Stan I want him to be. And so he listened to it and he was like, it's 10 minutes long. And I was like, you need to calm down before I say something you don't want me to say. Just put it on repeat <laughs> while he's sleeping. I really, I really have to give it to Jamie that when anybody in our home mm-hmm. disparages Taylor Swift, he says, not in this house. Ooh. I love it. I love it so much. There was one time, there was one time that he was talking to my dad Uh in the kitchen. And I don't know how it came up, but my dad like started to say something about Taylor Swift. And Jamie was like, no, no, Leanne Mm. is not like that. Yeah. You have, you Mm. cannot say bad things about Taylor in this house. He He respects your boundaries. That's how you know it's the one. We are a Taylor family. Like that is what (laughs) we are. We're Swifties. Yes. So we just, we are, and everybody accepts it. So that's the way it is there. Um, but I do send him songs. I'll be like, here's your daily Taylor. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I don't know if he ever listens to them. Right. Probably doesn't. Um, okay. So are you listening to anything else besides Taylor? Um, I was going to say, uh, I just listened to the podcast South Lake. And since y'all are some teachers, uh, you, you know, you might find it interesting. Um, it's about South Lake is actually a town that's like literally 40 30 minutes from where I'm living I live right now um and they have been having um some drama mama okay and so that podcast is from NBC and it just goes over um all the crazy uh things that have been going on with like them trying to be more culturally uh competent and just like some pushback and just oh. let me uh, i'll leave it at that uh okay. you know take that for what you want um but it's a it's a really interesting listen i i think you know and it just i think it also puts in perspective just kind of like the things that teachers are dealing with right now right. you know with these really polarizing issues that just have everyone on extremes at all times and ready to like to fight, which is just like, is that really what's best for kids? I don't think so. So, right. Um, well, and I've been, I mean, Texas has been in the news lately, as you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this but- is a good time to break through, to break, to break into like wanting to talk a little bit about Texas because, um, yeah, uh, Texas has got some explaining to do. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like being a teacher in Texas, like Texas is wilding out lately. But y'all. see, there was a time, there was a time when Texas was a good place to teach. Yeah. And Florida and, was wild. And I remember <laughs> like as a North Carolina teacher, we were 49th on the list as far as teacher, like, oh, happy. Yeah, we were, it was bad. Like we were the worst, almost the worst in the country. I think mm-hmm. after like Alabama or something. <laughs> um, and then Texas was trying to recruit us. Like I was getting emails from Texas school districts while I was a North Carolina teacher saying like, look at what we will do for you if you move to Texas. Mm. Um, But, you know, culturally, Texas is really struggling right now. Yeah. Yeah. So like, how's it, what does it feel like to live there? Like while all this is going on? I mean, I don't want to give you the, the, the answer you don't want, but like, I, I, I live, I live in a Metroplex, you know, I live in the DFW Metroplex. So the mm-hmm. place that the area I'm living in, like, I don't tend to notice, uh, the things, the problem with Texas is just that we've got these huge Metroplexes and then we have like a bajillion and one very tiny, very rural, uh, you know, towns and areas. And that's where you get I don't know. I don't want, you know, the nice way to put it, just like very backwards. Think, backwards <laughs> yes. Thing, yes. You know? <laughs> Things that are not as but progressive. Like, yeah. And yeah. it's just like, uh, 
I, I, that's why I, I feel lucky and blessed that I've been able to pick and choose, you know, where I, where I've, you know, made my claim. Um, someone asked me like when I, because I'm an, like, I'm, I'm an out teacher. I'm not out, you know, to my students just because I, they're, they're little and it never, it doesn't come up, you know, if it came yeah. up, I think I would say something, but it doesn't. Yeah. Um, but I like, I'm out to my staff and that was kind of, for me, was a non-negotiable. I was like, I want, if you're able to talk about your husband at the staff meeting, I want to be able to talk about mine and I'm not going to, that's not, that's not negotiable. And so I pick and chose the district so that I felt comfortable and safe, you know, that the district I'm in has, has queer representation. It has people in leadership positions that are, you know, uh, LGBTQ uh, plus community members, and so I don't feel ashamed to to celebrate and be and be who I am and and, and have my family. Um, but I think, you know, even before they pass those like protections, you know, quote unquote, because even though they're protections, they're still uh, it doesn't always feel safe. Uh, I had the luxury of picking and choosing where I stayed, and so I think that that's kind of where Texas is right now. Um, you know, cause I, with the last like election, it kind of called it like, it was like purple or whatever. I'm trying to think yeah, of like yeah. theory, uh, <laughs> red and blue, uh, because there are these huge metroplexes just full of just like, you know, very, very uh, blue progressive, whatever you want to call it thinking. And then there's a lot of very rural towns, which I, which think a, a lot differently, you know, different perspective, different growth, mm-hmm. different lives, you know, uh, and I feel very lucky. So, uh, <laughs> oh, that's good. Well, and I think, you know, one of the great things about what the current year mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. that, you know, a person can really surround themselves with all of the things that they need in their lives to feel safe. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. like there are places that are, that that's possible. Yeah. Um, yes. and I think that, you know, if you look 50 years ago or not even, mm-hmm. not even 50 years ago, right. Mm-hmm. Um, that that would have even been possible, you know, mm-hmm. to even find right. anywhere that was safe. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, I guess that shows even for a state like Texas, so the rest of the, the rest <laughs> of the country's looking down there like, um, yeah, yeah. But you know, living there, I'm sure feels very different because I mean, there's been laws in North Carolina and things that have happened in North Carolina that didn't like actually affect me. Mm-hmm. That it was kind of like I knew this law is stupid and I would never have voted for it. Yeah. But at the same time, you know the people in my life were not, they were not on the, the right. side of, the, you know what I mean? Like all of my friends yeah. were like, well, dumb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that is, that, that is, you know, a privilege that I, like I have that, you know, we have or whatever. And I know that there are people in communities that are dealing with, you know, negative effects of, of all of the crazy things that are going on in the world. And uh, I only hope that I'm doing my best to, you know, make positive change where, where I can, whether it's in my, you know, in my school system or in my, you know, in my classroom, if that's where it is, or if it's, you know, my family or my neighborhood, I don't know, that's that. And that's, that's my goal is I want to make positive change in, in the places I can and the rest of it, you know, what will be, will be case. Yeah, yeah. With you. Yeah. Sure. Well, that, that takes us to have, we haven't done this one. Yeah, have we the we, deep one. We haven't gone deep yet. We're we haven't gone deep. deep. Are you ready for, what are you feeling? Oh, Lordy. Am I ready for what am I feeling? <laughs> that is the question. To be or not to be. Are you ready for what you're feeling? <laughs> <laughs> it's the, uh, the 
squishy, fruity gusher thing. No. Yes, that's yes. what we're feeling. I just <laughs> I keep bringing that right. back. Um, what am I feeling? I, I'm feeling like I'm satisfied where I am, but I'm excited for the adventure that lies ahead. I don't know what the word is for that, just because I feel a very lucky, very blessed with the things going on in my life. You know, the job I have, the family I have, the social media journey I've made so far. But I, I, I'm also feeling in this weird place because I feel like it's time for me to take a next step. And I don't necessarily know where that step is in all areas of my life. You know, like it's teaching and like, I'm like, am I ready to like, you know, be a, a mentor teacher? Am I ready for that? I don't know. Am I ready to like get in front of all of my peers and start leading PD and actually have oh, a voice, I love you know, that. on how to be a positive, you know, effective teacher? I don't, yeah. I don't know if I'm, I'm there yet. I love that. doing those. I think you'll, I think you'll shine at that, Danny. I feel like I have, uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's kind of like with, uh, like with social media, I like didn't think that I had a voice, you know, cause every, there's so many people doing so many amazing things. And then I realized like, oh, but are you doing it? Like, are, are you, you're not me. You're not doing it my way because even if I do everything you're doing, eventually I'm going to have to do it my way. And, that, and it's going to become my thing, excuse me. Uh, and so I feel that way, very similar about education where, you know, I, I, I went through with a lot of mentors and stuff who shied away from like, you know, using TikTok and things like that to like engage their learners. And they're like, no, no, that's not the classic literature. That's not, you know, from Europe. It's not classical. It's not Beethoven. We can't do that. But, but kids where they're at, man. Yeah. yeah. And, mm-hmm. You know, there's just, a, a, without getting too much into the philosophy of that, there's just a lot of like, the, the music, you know, you can teach the greats, but like, I, I tend to feel like a lot of that is rooted in a lot of, uh, like, what is the word? Like racism. I mean, honestly, just seriously, it is white male patriarchy, all kinds of that stuff. Yeah, all it's of the waspy. It smells, it smells waspy. Like that's it what it does. is. And, it does. Uh, and, and, and so I've kind of, you know, a lot of my kids, when you put, you know, Beethoven in front of them, uh, they're like, that doesn't look like me. Like right. show me an artist that looks like me. Like where is, uh, you know, Beyonce, like, where is she? You know? And I'm like, yeah, you're right. You're right. Like, well, why am there I was a time, music? there was a time when it was like only white men were making music and only white men were saying what good music was. Right. So I would say that I was like, no, there wasn't a time where just white men were making music, but there was a time where where white men were the the, the people who decided what they were selling the music, the commercial music was theirs because, right. Because they were, you know, elevating themselves. I mean, they were the ones Uh that were. Yeah. Yeah, And and if you weren't making white European music, you were, you were making primitive music. You were making a, 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 a kind of a buzzword that's kind of becoming, uh, like microaggression-y is like uh, world music or like mm, cultural yeah. music. Like people, a lot of music teachers are like, oh, I'm doing a world music unit. And it's like, so you're singing a song from, from Africa. Like, oh my God. You can just say it's an African folk song and sing it in your classroom and enjoy it for what it is yeah. without like, you know, I'm doing a world music You don't unit. have to set it apart with a unit. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Find like, other elements in the music that can go. I mean, like there's, yeah, there's there's other elements in the music that could be put in different kinds of units. Yeah. 
Yes, because that's the same way with like film when I was teaching film. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. like you're not, I'm not going to say I never had like a, you know, foreign language film unit. Right. There was never like a time when I was going to, when I said, okay, these films were not made in the US. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. those films were sprinkled throughout all the units. Yeah. And exactly. we, looked at, we looked at them for other reasons, not just because the people in them didn't speak English. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Exactly. Well, um, okay. So we have one, we have one more. And then we got to wrap up. We do. Yeah. We have so sorry. got a hot day tonight. So okay. um, the last one is what have you been drinking these and days? And we need it after all the heavy, like, mm-hmm. you know, like the Texas. <laughs> exactly. Uh, right now, you know, one, I'll say like, I'm always a sucker for just like a good classic margarita. Um, and yes, I'm going to go straight for the alcohol because that's me every Friday. Uh, and then right now, you know, we, we don't keep a lot of like soda in our house because it's just a bad habit for me. If there's soda in the house, I will find a way to drink all of it, but we've been buying just like, like whatever flavor vodka that suits our fancy. And then, you know, uh, seltzer waters and mixing those two. And it's very, you know, very like refreshing, but like still gets the job done, you know? Yeah. Uh, Yes. Yeah. So, so that's a lot of fun. Awesome. Yeah, I panic when there's no vodka in the freezer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Always got to have, you know, a good, a little bit of, uh, you know, for us, it's deep eddies. That's what we usually have. <laughs> we, well, we buy Absolute and we buy the biggest one. Oh my goodness. Yeah, Love because the, well, the middle size is only $2 cheaper than the biggest one. Yeah, exactly. So, like, so it's, it's just economics, really. It's make economics. Yeah, it's a budget, <laughs> it's a budget solution. It's a budget solution. <laughs> It is a budget solution. <laughs> oh man. Well, on that note, Danny, it has been a pleasure talking to you. This is so much fun. Why don't you go ahead and plug yourself one more time and then uh, we'll go ahead and wrap this up. Yeah. Um, make it short again. Find me on Instagram or TikTok. Danny plans it. It's always a good time. We'll stay fierce, stay flawless together. Love yes. You. Yes. Oh, this has been so much oh fun. Oh my gosh. I know. Okay. So everybody, you can find Caitlin at creating in chaos underscore official on Instagram. You can also find her on YouTube and Patreon as creating in chaos. And she has a duck Instagram mm-hmm. um, so that you can see what's going on in her duck life over there at ducking chaos underscore official. And if you want some teacher stuff, you can check out chaos in the classroom. She's also here with me on spice chaos every Monday and Friday. And she is always doing a great job answering DMs on the Spice Chaos podcast Instagram. So that's where you can find my girl, Caitlin. (laughs) Yes. And you can find Leanne at Spice Plans on YouTube, Instagram, and Patreon. You can also go over and check out her Animal Crossing Patreon, or no, not Patreon, Instagram. (laughs) Um, And she's going to be probably getting back on that, but that is at Spice Horizons. Mm -hmm. And then she is, of course, always over on the at Spice Chaos podcast Instagram, making all of our beautiful cards for all of our beautiful guests. And then right here with me every Monday and Friday, hanging out, sometimes in person, so most of the time. (laughs) (laughs) I know next time we record, I'm going to be so sad. Well, Danny, we are so happy that like you got to be our one. Yes, you are yes. the one. You're now ours. You're in our pocket next yes. to all of our friends. We and we got to do this in person, which is even cooler. So cooler. Yeah. Yes. So, thank y'all so much yeah oh my gosh we love you so much so if you are not following danny then go do that right now immediately yes 
And um, I hope that everyone out there has a great week. Happy mm-hmm. Monday. And, you know, it's, it's just Thanksgiving, it's Thanksgiving week. week. Yeah. yeah so we are thankful for our guest today. So yes. do you see what I did there? I did I'm such that, a yes. DJ. It's the gratitude in you. <laughs> it's the gratitude. She is the moment. All right. Well, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. And we'll talk to you in the next one. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye. <laughs>